Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Mayors across California are feeling the pressure to reduce street homelessness and tent encampments. So they're increasingly turning to temporary housing as a solution. But as KQED politics correspondent Guy Marzarotti reports, investments in shelter could come at the expense of permanent housing. This week, San Diego City Council voted to ban encampments near places like schools and parks. That ban, says Mayor Todd Gloria, will come with more investments in shelter. I believe the the era of encampments can come to an end. Hours before San Diego's vote, the city council in San Jose voted to move money from permanent housing to temporary units, a top priority of Mayor Matt Mahan. And in San Francisco, Mayor London Breed is seeking a similar shift towards shelter in her budget. The pivot toward temporary housing is in part a reaction to political pressure to the state of the streets, says Michael Lane with the Bay Area think tank Spur. We are seeing interest in the quick build, particularly because I think uh, to really address the dangerous encampments, to try to do that as quickly as possible, you need this kind of midterm uh, or interim uh, approach. But in San Francisco and San Jose, more money for temporary shelter means less money for building affordable apartments. Tamika Moss, founder of the nonprofit All Home, used to work for mayors in Oakland and San Francisco, so she understands the pressure. Mayors and other executives are forced to make really hard choices about immediate, you know, sort of um, urgent reactions to people's frustrations. To Moss, the way to get out of this homeless spending binary is to increase funding for both permanent and temporary housing. It is not choosing one or the other. It's growing the pie and figuring out where those new revenues need to come from. But with many cities facing shrinking budgets, the tug of war over homeless spending is only likely to intensify. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati. State parks across California are still reeling from this year's winter storms. According to the Department of Parks and Recreation, the current estimate for damage from January storms tops $187 million. March numbers are still preliminary, but are estimated at over $20 million. That, along with more than a billion dollars in deferred maintenance, has one environmental organization calling for increased funding for the state park system. Paul Ringgold is with Save the Redwoods League. Funding comes oftentimes in cycles. It's not necessarily predictable. And that really creates challenges for the Parks Department as it thinks about the kinds of staffing that it needs to carry out this work. 
not being able to be assured that, that if they create new positions, those positions will be sustainably funded. With the huge budget shortfall California is facing, Save the Redwoods is pushing for a bond measure on the 2024 ballot, which could bring in hundreds of millions of dollars for parks. Parks and Rec says it expects FEMA to cover much of the damage from this year's storms, but that funding is still up in the air. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. And finally, California prides itself on being a diverse state, but actually connecting people who have radically different life experiences, well, that can be challenging. The Santa Monica Public Library is hosting events to encourage deep one-on-one conversations between people from different backgrounds. It's called a human library. My name is Jesse, and the title of my book is OCD. My name is Philip. The title of my book is Survivor of Conversion Therapy. At the circulation desk, there's a list of human book titles to choose from. Hi, I'm Heidi, and the title of my book is Survivor of Abuse. My name is Adam Lenderman, and I publish under the title Gay. Reporter Claire Wiley explains the human books have all experienced things other people may not understand. And they've signed up to have frank conversations about it. Here's how it works. After choosing a human book, you sit down together at a small table in the library courtyard. For 30 minutes, you can ask them anything. I get a lot of questions about how I came out and how my family responded. I often encourage people to to dig deep and ask questions that may feel taboo. When I'm in a conversation with a reader, the first response is a little bit of shock, wanting to know actually how I've been able to survive through all of it, where I find my strength. For a couple of decades, I pursued Christian conversion therapy. Long story short, I did not go from being a gay man to a straight man. However, I also wasn't damaged from those experiences. I went to What's the most beautiful for me is when a reader will say to me, oh, I never thought of it that way. A light bulb has been turned on for them. And it's not about changing anyone's mind, but everyone walks away with just a little bit more empathy and lightness, like you feel it. Learn how readers respond to these conversations on this week's Half Hour magazine from the California Report. Tune in on your public radio station or download the California Report magazine podcast. And that's the California Report for Friday, June 16th. 
We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Christopher Beal, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Toven Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!